0: Have you ever wondered what would happen if you mixed a bearded music hippie and a nerdy Excel-loving accountant? Hi, I'm David. And I'm Ford. This is the story of CFO Made Simple. Welcome to the first episode of the CFO Made Simple podcast. In this episode, we're going to tell you what CFO Made Simple is all about and what you can expect to hear on the podcast and see on the website. We'll take you behind the scenes on some of the conversations Ford and I had when coming up with the concept for this site and podcast. We'll also tell you some stories about how Ford and I met and hopefully provide some special insights to help you get to know us a little bit better. First up, the story of me and Ford. It all started in the ninth grade at band camp when Ford and I first met. It was a hot and humid July morning in central Florida. The walk from the band room to the practice field was about a quarter of a mile, but felt like six miles. By the time you got there, your back was soaked from sweat, and at this point, it was still only 7.30 in the morning. Ford and I were both on the drum line; He played the bass drum, and I played the toms. We made it out to the practice field carrying our super heavy drums while at the same time sporting those water bottle backpacks that have the straws that attach to your shirt. Ford walks up and introduces himself to me. He's a fit guy, wearing a Boston Red Sox baseball cap, and has a full beard. And when I say full, I mean full at 14 years old. And then there was me, scrawny little kid who was barely even qualified to own a razor at this point. Somehow, Ford and I hit it off and became buddies. We ended up playing on the drumline for four years together and became great friends. After high school, we went on to be college roommates at Florida State University. He majored in music theory and went on to get his master's degree in music composition. I majored in finance and accounting, but not before a brief one-year detour to flight school to chase my dream of becoming a commercial pilot, only to realize how much flying stressed me out. Always thought I was going to crash. Boy, was that fun. After college graduation, Ford moved to Nashville, Tennessee to start a media company and record label under the name Fire Breath. And I landed in D.C. as a financial analyst and accountant for a law enforcement and intelligence agency, and later on started a finance consulting company. So basically, we followed the exact same career path. Here's Ford to tell you a little bit about his company.
1: So I currently live in Nashville, Tennessee and I own a small uh, music media company called Fire Breath Media. We provide high quality content for artists uh, looking to get their feet on the ground. And this content can range anywhere from a music video to an EP to an album and uh, basic production help um, just to help them establish their sound and their image and their brand as a small business, which is, you know, essentially what an artist is. And to wind the clock back a little bit further, I studied music at Florida State University. I actually was there through my master's and I got a master's in music theory and composition. So I've been in the music world for a little while now and it's nice to actually make a living from it here in Music City. So um, without going too deep, that's a little bit about me. Now I'll tell you a little bit about my background. Like I said before, I work for a law
0: enforcement and intelligence agency as a financial analyst and accountant. About two or three years ago, I started a consulting company on the side that works with startup companies who don't yet have CFOs. I primarily work with founders and CEOs to help them through some of the financial issues that a CFO would deal with at their company if they had one. I help with things like developing solid accounting procedures so there's a good foundation in place, creating financial models to look at the impact of various business scenarios, budgeting, running profitability analysis, interacting with banks and preparing necessary financial documents. Really, any financial or analytical task that might be over the founder or CEO's head or that they might just not have time to do, I handle. And so far, businesses love it. It helps get those necessary pieces in place so that the business can scale and grow. It provides accurate and timely information that their managers can actually make good decisions off of, And it ends up putting a lot more time back in the hands of the CEO so he or she can focus their time back on managing the company. Through the process of launching that business, I discovered something that might seem kind of obvious. Everyone deals with financial issues in their business. There is simply no way around it. The only difference is how business owners choose to handle it. You can pay someone else to do it. You can deal with it yourself. Or you can ignore it altogether. The first group hires someone like me. They usually are either making some money or have received some kind of funding, which puts them in a position to be able to pay for the service. The second group may be just like you and is one of the reasons we started this website and podcast. The people in the second group are smart. They have great businesses with great products and services and they know the financial challenges are there and they just want to tackle the issues themselves. The problem is, They often don't know the shortest route to the answer, or maybe even where to look for the answer. We'll talk about that more in a second. Then there is the third group. The people that choose to ignore the financial issues altogether. These businesses simply do not grow, and they don't last. They end up launching products that are financially doomed from the start. They're undisciplined with their spending. They miss payroll to their employees. They file their taxes incorrectly, missing out on cash-saving deductions or worse— incurring financial penalties, they have no idea which parts of their business are making money or losing money. These are the businesses that stagnate and never grow and oftentimes die. Sometimes you can't control whether you're in group one or group two. Everyone is at a different place in their business, but you can control whether or not you're in group three. Don't be in group three. There are already enough negative forces that your business has to deal with. Don't be one of them. CFO Made Simple is a site dedicated to the Group 2s of the world, and especially those in Group 3 that want to be in Group 2. There is still time. This site and podcast exist to help you as a business owner tackle the financial issues in your business, providing you with the proper resources and tools to get things done, make great decisions, and grow your business. You may be wondering why Ford and I decided to team up for this effort. Well, We really view it as a perfect combination of our backgrounds and what each of us love to do. Also, it closely relates to what each of our businesses do already. I'm a finance guy. I love numbers, Excel, business, breaking down complicated problems for people. And Ford loves all things creative and technical. Web and graphic design, sound engineering, editing and mixing, marketing and communications. So what is our vision for CFO Made Simple? Well... We want to be a part of your normal routine. We're not going to overwhelm you with information so much so that you can't even process it. We want to give you an enjoyable experience listening to two guys dive into some common financial issues that almost all businesses face. We'll go and seek out advice from subject matter experts, talk to folks in different industries to see how the problems differ in different kinds of businesses. Our goal is to help you figure out what it is that you don't know and give you the resources to take care of it. We plan to have a number of resources here on our site, the podcast, blog, courses, maybe later on some webinars and some other stuff, but oftentimes the resources that we'll recommend won't be on our site. There are a multitude of experts out there who have their own websites and content that are very valuable and relevant depending on what the situation is that you're dealing with. We want to connect you to the right people, information, and tools that will help you the most, whether or not that's on our site or someone else's. Also, we know that a show about finance and accounting topics can get pretty dry and boring quickly. So we want to make sure that this is an enjoyable experience for you as well. Not to say that we're just going to goof off the whole time, but we want you to feel like you know us and that you're sitting in a room maybe having a conversation with us. This is a relationship after all, an online relationship. What could go wrong? So as a part of the effort for you to get to know us, We made a couple of phone calls to each other's friends, family, to really dig into who is David and who is Ford. I interviewed Ford's mom, fiance, past roommates, and one of his clients, and he interviewed my mom, my wife, and a buddy of mine that works with me on consulting projects. Hello? Hey, is this Miss Haycock? Hi, is
2: this David? Yeah, is this Allie? Hello? Hey, is this Haley? Hey,
0: yeah. Hey, this is David.
2: David. Hello?
0: Hey, is this Brandon? (laughs) Yeah, David? Hey, yeah, sorry I missed your call.
2: (laughs) Oh, it's okay. Sorry I missed yours.
0: Oh, no, it's all right, man. Anyways, just have a couple questions. If Ford had a spirit animal, what would it be and why?
2: Oh, man. If Florida had a spirit an animal, um, um, oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> uh, first, thing, first
0: thing that pops in your head right now, yeah,
2: loony bird. <laughs> What'd you say? I said a loony bird because he's so funny, he's so goofy.
0: Oh, a loony bird, is that what you said?
2: Uh, a loony, a loony. loony. Looney Bird, <laughs> Looney Bird. Okay. Um. Well, I'm trying to think of like. Before it's just so like nonchalant. I'm just gonna say a sloth.
0: A sloth.
2: <laughs> a, a sloth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Probably just to just to make him laugh. But let's just go a sloth. you just you know.
0: Perfect. Kind Please.
2: of hangs hang around, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Uh, the first one that came to mind a hippo (laughs) Uh, we've had talks about this already like in the past but I Haley
0: in case you're ever approached with the question of what my spirit animal is we need to work this out in advance
2: yes we've definitely had talks um but he's not expecting this answer so this will be good um I think I think Ford's spirit animal is a golden retriever.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Um,
2: Explain. Because he is, I mean, he's faithful, he's loyal, but he's just, like, fun-loving, and I feel like you just sometimes want to pat him on the head and say, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's just, he is a golden retriever. He's just there with his tongue sticking out so happy. <laughs>
1: All right, think about Dave's soul and essence, what he embodies. (laughs) (laughs) Like when you see Dave instantly, right now, don't think about it. What's the animal you think of?
2: Sloth. (laughs) 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 Is it
3: possible to be a motivated sloth, a spirit animal? So if he was an animal, what would it be?
1: Exactly. What kind of animal embodies what Dave is?
3: Oh, yeah. Okay, let me see. Um uh he would be a llama. Yeah. Dave would be a llama. <laughs> yep. Dave awesome. would be a llama. Because he just got a lot of curiosity. You know, he'd take that long neck, he'd kinda of turn his head around, he's always, you what's know what's going on? Hey guys, what's up over here? What's up over here? <laughs> he likes to can run run with a group of people, you know. Mm-hmm. He'd take off running. I go, Hey guys, come over here,
2: let's play over here, you yeah. know. Oh Dave That's a oh, Dave would be a giraffe.
1: Yeah, no way. Uh, (laughs) That's what his mom uh, said. Yeah, so his mom definitely didn't say giraffe. She said llama. I got confused.
2: (laughs) The the reason I would say that is because David always seems to be able to see farther uh, down the road than than a lot of other people. Uh And, you know, obviously giraffe being tall, um,
1: you know, he kind of is able to see over a lot of things. Yeah. you know through through the forest and and around the uh, you know around most other obstacles
0: so haley what is the most annoying thing about ford and oh, you have to be 100% I, honest there's no politically correct nice answers in this
2: when ford gets like stuffy he does this like in nose thing that's just like really loud almost like it sounds like he's about to spit and uh he does, it. he does it all the time. oh i I will be honest. I can do that. okay. Um, I already know the answer.
0: <laughs> You're like, so, that, that was almost too fast. Oh, <laughs> oh,, annoying about Ford. Oh, let me get my list.
2: Well, we have this ongoing like thing between each other where I love condiments, and Ford is such a boring eater. He doesn't eat. With any convents. it's just so bizarre because you couldn't get anything in him growing up. But he, his main thing was uh, bread sandwiches with nothing in them, no butter anything. I'm like, you're missing the spice of life. He doesn't even season his chicken or eggs half the time. <laughs> so I would say that's the most annoying thing. I said, Ford, if we ever have a stripe in our marriage, it's going to be over like barbecue sauce or something <laughs> like that.
1: See, I told Dave to ask my mom about my weird dietary habits. I don't know if Dave had any oh, weird dietary Oh, I have a dietary... good one for this. Yeah?
2: Oh, yes, this is, this
3: is easy. So, weird dietary habits. When Dave was growing up, Dave hated a cold sandwich. So he'd never eat a cold sandwich. <laughs> so all through the years, when when he would take you to lunch at school, he was like, no. So I tried to trick him. I like, going to force him. So nothing in the lunchbox, but just cold cuts on a sandwich. That's it. And it would come home. <laughs> would not eat all day long. So, just, through the years, I just gave up on that, and I would just, you know, why should I complain? He'll eat fruit and vegetables. So, that's
2: that's what he I've had. always known Dave to be somewhat of a picky eater. He yeah. probably <laughs> isn't, but every time I've ever gone out with him, he's mm-hmm. Is it bad that it doesn't take me long to think about it?
1: <laughs> no. Does it have to do with his farts?
2: <laughs> no, that actually doesn't bother me too much. Although, being pregnant when he farts, it kind of makes me, like, gag a lot, so that's Ooh. not too fun. <laughs> No, um, this isn't really his fault, but over the years, he (laughs) has become a really, really terrible snorer. Oh, no. And it drives me insane.
1: Hopefully you guys enjoyed hearing our family and friends break down Dave and I with such pinpoint accuracy. It's probably more about us than you'd ever hope to know, but hey, now it's all out there for you. One of the things we want to emphasize here on the
0: CFO Made Simple podcast and on our website is transparency. We want to build trust with you. If you as a listener think this whole thing is just some big gimmicky setup, then you're going to tune us out and move on. And if that's what you'd like to do, no hard feelings. But in an effort to pull back the curtain a little bit and show you behind the scenes, we want to take you back a little. Ford and I recorded some of our phone calls, which are usually late at night, Uh, when coming up with and refining the idea of CFO Made Simple. We want to share those with you so you know our thought process, intent, and how we came up with what we're putting up on the site and what you're listening to today. The first thing we had to figure out was, who are we talking to? Who would even care about something like this? Who's our target audience? So, I just want to nail down what we want this show to be about. I guess that kind of sounds broad, but... More specifically, right? So, we talked about some examples. Um, but I just want to get into the content. Um, we don't have to give ex- ex- everything we're going to talk about in every episode, obviously, because there's no way we could possibly do that. <laughs> but, um, how we kind of the topics we want to, the general topics we want to talk about and what we kind of want to stick to. So, the people I think we plan on talking to are, um, new businesses and small businesses, right? Small to medium-sized businesses. Yeah, even
1: freelancers too.
0: Yeah, right, sure, for freelancers. So um, anybody getting into business has a business that's um, small in the terms of $0 in revenue to a few million dollars, maybe even many million dollars revenue. But I think once you get into like the medium-sized to big businesses, right? So like you're talking... Fifty, hundred million, yeah, and beyond. The big boys—they're not gonna really, yeah, they're not gonna get much out of this because they're gonna be like, "Oh, cash flow forecasting—that's cute." You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have a full-hired
1: so, financial team, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah,
0: we got like eighteen of those guys. <laughs> yeah, it, so uh, let's not be naive and think we're gonna like coach them on how to how to do what they're doing. Um, but I think, yeah. So sticking to that. You know, just starting out, whether it's a freelancer to a small business that's got, you know, like a medium-sized staff. We went on to talk about how Ford is actually a pretty good candidate to be one of our listeners. He's a business owner who's great at his craft and product, but doesn't know a ton about the financial side of a business. So he'll probably benefit a lot from having to edit and listen to all this stuff.
1: Once we figured out who we were talking to, we needed to figure out what we were going to talk about.
0: So, really, we should go and categorize um, different things like literally when you're first starting, what are the things you deal with? And then, so a business that is very, very fresh to having maybe a couple employees, like what they would deal with. And then we could go look at a business that already has a couple employees and is already making money that's trying to grow. Yeah, like like different stages. Where they, the challenge. Yeah, the challenges they face between, you know, they have employees and they have, they're making money, but they want to get to the next level, yeah. um, what problems they're going to face through that transition of scaling mm-hmm. up. Um, and maybe that's a different section we talk about. Yeah, like my
1: mainest concern but right still, now is, um, I mean, just the most basic of things like even invoicing, uh, freelance taxes, Like, just like very, very basic stuff. But, like, you know, if you've never done it, like I did it for the first time six months ago, (laughs) you know, it's good stuff to learn. (laughs) So,
0: yeah, no. And it kind of be confusing or intimidating. And a lot of times it doesn't even seem very important to, I mean, you're just focused on actually running your business and not necessarily trying to worry about all the red tape on that stuff. So, then we were trying to figure out how do we continue to make the topics relevant to what people and businesses are dealing with right now? Um, and I'm sure as we start putting these out and talking to people, more things will come into light so we can ask for advice, um, or maybe not advice, but like solicit um, opinions of people, right? So that Yeah, listening. like, so what are you going through right now kind of thing? If they're a small, right, small business, they say, oh, hey, I'd really love for you guys to dive into, um, you know, Right, like business taxes, or I'm trying to hire a bunch of new employees. I'm the only person right now. How do you set up new employees on apparel? What do you need to consider? All that stuff. I don't know. So I would love (laughs) to know that (laughs) for you. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So so I think as we do it, people will give us information on what they need, but I can just go based off the companies I've worked with and kind of just what I know from my own experience.
1: So this is how you can get involved. We need your help. If you're currently dealing with some financial issues at your business, if they have you confused or frustrated, email us at Ford at CFO Made Simple or David at CFO Made Simple. Let us know what you're dealing with and we will try to dive in and start tackling some of your issues. If we get common emails from a lot of people, we'll cluster those together and try to tackle them on one of the episodes.
0: Ford talked about some of the issues that he's currently facing in his business.
1: Two off the bat, one is you know just obvious bookkeeping, keeping track of expenses, um, keeping okay. keeping track of income. Um, right now, I'm doing it very old school. I have a book somewhere. It's actually on my desk right now. Are you legitimately writing? I'm legitimately it down? writing it down. Um, oh yeah, gosh. I know, crazy. <laughs> uh, so I'm doing all that fun stuff. Uh, obviously, I'm going to switch over Are you doing calligraphy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you do it with a it's quill. Beautiful. Pen and you I have an, like a yeah, I have you an an quill in. and everything. I will be switching over to, you know, either FreshBooks or QuickBooks. There's a bunch out there. Um Yeah, FreshBooks is pretty good. Yeah. Cool. So I'm thinking about like switching over. I mean, I will switch over after this tax period here. Um but you know, I'm <laughs> <laughs> after our conversation right now. After what you hang up, yeah. Uh, so I'll be doing that. So just keeping track of all that. Um, you know, just knowing where the money is going, where the money is coming in, you know. Very basic stuff like that. And then I mentioned it earlier, but just the taxes that are involved with, uh, you know, freelance work, small business, um, what you can deduct, um, just being knowledgeable of all of that ahead of time and saving those receipts is going to save me a lot of money when I do my taxes here pretty soon. Um, like if I was clueless to that, it, I mean, I was kind of clueless to that last year when I was working a 1099 job, um, they didn't really cue me in on all the stuff I could write off, and <laughs> I got screwed in the end. Yeah, uh, So that was, that was pretty yeah. annoying.
0: After we talked about who we'll be talking to and what we'll be talking about, me and Ford transitioned to thinking about money. Should we make money from this website and podcasts? If so, how should we go about it? What are our options? How will it impact the people like you that are listening to us? Uh no i yeah i mean we want to make money we were talking earlier to at least cover the cost of everything we're doing right yeah. but hopefully more than that because i have a full-time job and i have a side business and this is like a second side business which a lot of people would say is kind of stupid to do because well it's like you're not you're the other split, side business kind of
1: ties in with this one.
0: one yeah no that's true um but if we're going to do this, we're taking time away. I, I'm taking time away from consulting projects yeah. I could do. You're taking away from writing time music, that you can spend recording yeah. other bands or writing yeah. music. Right. So
1: I do that all the time. I, I guess come we want up to make
0: fun side projects. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. See, if you split your time too many ways, you'd end up being effective at yeah. nothing. <laughs> so
1: Dave and I went on to talk about earning revenue from affiliate marketing. Now, for those of you unfamiliar with affiliate marketing, essentially, you're talking about or promoting someone else's product or services, and as an incentive, you get a sales commission for everyone that buys the product because of you. It's different from advertising, as the vendor isn't paying you to say a specific message or your, on your platform. Really, all it is is a referral fee. Dave and I have messed around with the affiliate marketing before and other ventures, but it's never really gone anywhere. Although we never really tried either, and that yeah. percentage varies. So it's kind of like a sales.
0: Yeah. It's like a sales commission, yeah, right? Exactly. So. You direct somebody to their site, they buy it, and they give you a cut of it. Although it doesn't, Amazon's sales percentage. I think it's suck. like nine percent. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And nine, yeah. I think I did it, and when I did it, mine was like. Yeah, four. I had you buy that camera through did, me. Did. I
1: think I got like three dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's three dollars you wouldn't. But have like, you though. can't
1: even get that three dollars because they have a minimum withdrawal. It's like a hundred dollars. Like you can't do you know, really money until you pass $100. <laughs> so it's just going to be yeah, sitting here taunting you. It's
0: like, yes. <laughs> until I until I buy 30 more cameras yeah, from you. Yeah. Sometimes people can abuse affiliate programs though, trying to hype up and sell random products that they've never even used before. We won't do that here at CFO Made Simple. If we recommend something, it's because we've used it ourselves and love it, or we know someone that we trust and they've used it and love it. Ford and I wanted to figure out what types of affiliates would make sense on our the side. The flip side is, you know, since this is a podcast about financial business topics, um, other tools that we know people are using and that they like. Um, for instance, we talked about Bill.com. I have yet to work with anyone in the startup slash small business world who doesn't use Bill.com. And you were saying earlier, like, what yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we can explain it later. But, you know, so for instance, if Bill.com had an affiliate program, I know that's a good tool and I know people like it and that it works well. So we could talk about that and put a link. And if people say, oh, I want to check that out and they click on it and they end up signing up for it, we could get a piece of that um, for, you know,
1: spreading the word yep. about it. So we looked into it. Unfortunately for us, Bill.com doesn't have an affiliate marketing program, at least not one that we could find. Either way, everyone that Dave tells me that uses Bill.com really likes it. So go check them out. I trust Dave, and you should too, especially if you're going to be listening to this podcast. And people from Bill.com, if you're listening, we're here. We want to spread the word for you. That plug was free. That one was on us. We
0: went on to talk more about affiliate marketing and also discussed possibly getting advertisers on the podcast. We decided against using podcast advertisers for the time being because, number one, let's be honest. People aren't really lining up at the door to advertise on a podcast that has yet to launch and is being created by someone that they have never even heard of. And number two, some listeners just don't like advertising, no matter what the form. And it can distract from the message you're trying to deliver. Not to say that we won't allow advertising in the future, But, if and when we do, we want it to be at least helpful and relevant to the people listening to our podcast. And most of all, we don't want it to take away from the message or experience we're trying to create. Ford and I explored some more revenue options and possible positive side effects from the podcast. So that's one thing we could do. Okay, so besides affiliate marketing and besides sponsorship, can you think of anything else? Donations. (laughs) <laughs> Donations, yeah, sure. If you want to donate, you know, you can just email me or Ford and just let us know how much you'd like to give us. Well, so write your name a and a blog like post account information. <laughs> yeah, we will. Re- that's well. I guess that's not a donation anymore. That's our marketing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess also it could. I mean, if enough people listen to it, they'll get to know you and they'll get to know me better. Yeah. So they may end up if they need to record. An, a CD or if they need to get a podcast edited, they can go to you. Or if they actually have financial problems they need specific help mm. with, they can go to me, yeah. even though I don't have a ton of time right yeah, now. Yeah, don't come to me about
1: financial I stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're, our, you're our crash dummy. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I don't, yeah, I don't have a ton of time. But you know, if I did, that'd be cool <laughs> to get some more clients on that. Sure, I have a full-time job, side Don't consulting, and doing the Dave. podcast. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, guys, if you want to come learn how to record a CD, talk to me. I've never heard anyone say that before, but thanks, Dave, for the plug. We also talked about having different ads on the website. The annoying and mostly trashy-looking blue links that pop up and try to fool you. We quickly ruled this option out. Pretty crazy. So we need to... Pr- put up a bunch of videos with a bunch of AdSense ads. <laughs> yeah, we could literally make our whole website <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of ads. So like <laughs> you would have no option but to click on an ad and we would get rich.
0: You know, I heard of a, I heard of a guy who literally started a website and all he did was put advertisements up all over it. There was no content on the website. It was just all like banner ads and, and uh, AdSense ads. That guy's my hero. <laughs> I guess that's funny. And for all of you who have a hard time sensing sarcasm, that guy is not Ford's hero. We're not going to do that. To recap our conversation, Ford and I decided that the item of number one importance was to make this site and podcast useful to you, our listeners. And we're going to do everything in our power to make that happen. Whether it be helpful information or insights you gain from the podcast, something you read on the blog a resource of ours that you use, or a helpful website other than ours that we direct you to. We want you to benefit. We also decided that we would like to make some money from this site. Again, we just want to be as transparent as possible with you. We are by no means expecting to get rich from this, and honestly, most of the content on the website will be totally free. But if we are going to invest significant time, effort, and even some of our own money into this, it would be nice to have something to show for our work. But I promise you this. We will never put making a buck ahead of helping you out. You are number one to us and we don't want to let anything get in the way of that. So now you must be wondering, what's next? Well, for now, we plan on releasing one new episode of the podcast at the beginning of each month, probably the first Monday or Tuesday in the month. The next episode and the first real episode will be on the topic of debt financing. We'll look at what it is, why and how businesses use it, how to get it, and all the different places that you can get it from. We'll also be talking to some insiders on what to do to stack the deck in your favor for getting your hands on some cash and getting the best terms and rates. All of that next time on the CFO Made Simple podcast.